Hey, this is Flip Gordon. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is Smack It, our weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live and refreshed and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the Diamond Studio with my lovely co-host today. Tail? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Is that is that a real term? You've never heard that? No. And it's bright and bushy tail. It's like, yeah, like it's like you're supposed to be like a squirrel. Like I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. To do my about, job. I'm, I'm thinking about Bubsy or uh, or whatever the fuck noise you're doing right now. I'm a squirrel. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Michael Vergara. How are I'm you? Not a squirrel. Say? You're not a squirrel. Um, I'm not a squirrel. I mean, by by popular opinion, by public opinion, I'm probably not a squirrel. Most likely, I I'm very confident, Corey, that I'm not a squirrel. Uh, one time I took some um. Oh, I ate some mushrooms with some friends. And you thought you were a squirrel. No, my friends thought I looked like a chipmunk. That must have been some good, good mushrooms. I just, I was bummed out all night. I was How like, are mushrooms taken? I've never done mushrooms. You eat them. You just eat them. you just like, oh. Yeah, they taste like shit, though. Well, I mean, it's, I, I bet it's worth it, though. Depends. It really depends. There's, it's, there's a lot of uh, a lot of thinking going yeah. on. I mean, I've never done mushrooms, but I know people who have done mushrooms, and then like they make some like procedures, like in the environment, like they wrap their like floor with plastic and the walls with plastic just oh, to make yeah. sure they, you know, they they pro- they them proof themselves, I guess. Yeah. Make sure that they're not a danger to their environment well, or they, other people. They are bad trips. That have you ever heard of a bad trip? See, that's what turns me off like the most because I feel like if even if I'm thi- I have a feeling if. Yeah, I believe in Murphy's Law when it comes to drugs. Like, whatever can happen will happen. Buddy Murphy's Law. Yeah, exactly. Where um, there was this one time, like, at Outside Lands, uh, like, a bunch of these cool teenagers. These teenagers looked cool. They were passing around a joint. And I was like, hey, what do you do, fellow kids? I'll j- like, if you're passing against me, I'll smoke it. I swear to God, I thought it was, it was laced with PCP or something. This is like, two weeks ago, right? You're no, like it was 20. Outside Lands. I know. It's, like... No, this over was the, over the summer. I want to say in 2014 because okay. Disclosure was playing during this. And yeah, like I said, I thought like this was laced in angel dust because hey, I saw cuz no, here was the trippy part because each kid that was taking it before me collapsed one at a time as time elapsed like, <laughs> "Oh, this kid this kid's gone. Yep, this kid's gone. This kid's gone and the kid right next to me is gone. My next. I took and then all, and then all of a sudden it fucking hit me like a train, and the kid. But then my friends also took it before, right after me, and like Walking as I was, and I was, and as I, and as the smoke monster itself was rising up and talking to me and saying, "Hey, Michael, you're in Outside Lands." Like I was like, "What is going on?" And all then hear, I went, hear is, yeah. And then my friend, and then my friend, like right next to me, is like, "No, I took some of that. Like it's it's fine. You're fine. Are like, you okay? Yeah, like, Don't worry." <laughs> no, because Disclosure was playing, and then like one of the things about Disclosure is that they make they they fire they fire a bunch of smoke, and then they fire a bunch of lasers, and then there was this face like they made laser they made they made a face. Oh, so there was lasers. legitimately a smoke monster. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were just like tripping balls. And yeah, like, I saw. No, it was a, it was a bit of column A, column B, and yeah. so like I was just standing still while everybody was just dancing and moving around like wide-eyed and then it kind of just fade away as the show just went on and then kanye west played and that that was a trip in and of itself like, when, that was fine by that point. when i was 16 i took mushrooms uh one time 
And um, we, me and my friends went to this place in Lafayette, and we walked down this to the back of this park, down this hill, but the hill was a little muddy. It was just raining. We are like, ah, oh, fuck it. Walked through this long, like, probably like a quarter mile long storm drain to this other side. It's really cute, like, area with, like, a waterfall. It's real intimate. We came, went over there, came back. I cannot get my fat ass up the hill. That muddy hill that we went down, like, I had to have four people. How were, what, what, what shoes were you wearing if you had a muddy, you oh, a muddy hill? Oh, I don't know. I, it, they weren't, like, boots. They were definitely, like, Target sneakers. shoes. Yeah, oh. like, Target sneakers yeah. that I got for Good fellas. Bucks. Yeah, something like that. And, like, I, they had to take four people to, like, wrap their jackets together and pull me up the hill. Oh, my God. And I was on mushrooms, and I was just, like, so, like, I will uh. hate everything. Oh, so you were just one of those insecure. You have one of those insecure highs, like nobody well, that, likes that, me. That one time I was having a bad trip. I've had great yeah. trips before, but one time I was on acid, I got shoved in the back of a car. That's by a bunch st- of strangers. No, no friends. Oh, the car almost got hit did by you, another car. The one did you the think truck. that they were strangers? No, no, uh, no, no, no. It was all. It was all like shoved thing. in the back of the car, like you were just like Corey, get in. Yeah, well, there was nowhere for me to sit. Wait, so the back seat of a car? No, there the was the trunk. The trunk. Oh. You've never ridden in a trunk before? No. Oh, I used to do a lot as a kid. I thought it was really fun. Yeah? Would they? Would you feel the wide turns? Yeah, also? sometimes. And then you would just go from one side to the other? Like, well, the, well, the guy that was driving... It's like that scene from Toy Story where Buzz... The guy that was driving uh, was on acid as well, and he stopped the car in the middle of Hay That's Street. That's dangerous. And the car almost like rear-ended the trunk from behind us. I feel like that's grounds for an arrest. Probably for all of us. Yeah. But well, yeah. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, and we got this wrestling podcast underway. We would not, we would fail that wellness. I'm here violation. for your pleasure, Michael, and everyone else's and pleasure. I was going to say only my pleasure. Like we could just talk shit about the audience and how, like you know, how wrong they are about. No, the I love the, the audience. Title. I know there has to be this heel face dynamic with us, with the fans. Like you know, yeah, you a lot of stupid people here in the CWR Ooh. universe. Well, you know what? I'm sitting. I'm sitting here, right here in the Diamond Studio. You peaked. <sighs> You peaked. I know I did. Yeah, you scared the crap out of the audience now. I know. I know. Like Big E at the I, Royal Rumble. Oh, God. All right. Well, you know what? If you want to hear it, we have a show that we talked about the Royal Rumble. Did you we know did. It? It's uh, the prediction, or not the prediction addiction. That was the before. after show. The after party. The after shave. The after, the after wipe. I don't know. No, the after, like, it's the, the tingling feeling whenever you, like, you shave and then you just apply that little, like, piece of liquid after shave yeah and it just kind of burns but it's a good burn Ooh, i need to buy some that's what i fucking forgot anyways i just went grocery shopping sorry but guys if you want to listen to the, any of those shows or this show this is the smack it show check us out on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio also across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications including itunes google stitcher Castbox, and many many more like facebook and you know what facebook too like us, like, share, subscribe. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's probably the best way to stay updated with City Wrestling Radio. I know, right? It's not like you know, and we're there up to date all the time. It's not like and anything's preventing us from posting anything from that place. So if you here's like the one thing I'm calling to action: the CWR universe. If you really, if you like these shows, like if you somewhat like it, just click like, subscribe, share them. Just legitimize us, actually. Yeah, I think. Like, that's, let, that's let, kind let of people case. know we're here because you know what? There are people. There are people that do repost <coughs> us, and I really am grateful for them. Other, you know, other podcasts that yes, we've done work. Very with. fine individuals, and uh, we thank you for everyone that have listened to the show. But just you know, let let the people know. 
City Wrestling Radio is here. Spread share, the word. Share to a group. If you're on a Facebook a wrestling group, fan yeah. group, that's the best way. Just don't post the 12 groups at once like I did, yeah. and then the algorithm algorithm thinks you're a fucking spam bot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I live like in the same city as Facebook, and you think they would be cool with me, but no. no. I don't think Facebook's cool with anybody. Like anybody in the nation, really, I think considering only, what they've done to only... like the information we have given them. <sighs> Anyways, like, share, subscribe. It's beginning to... <laughs> At CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Do you think there will be a time when Facebook actually becomes kind of obsolete? Because I feel like we're getting there. It'll be declared... Obsolete. Obsolete. Yeah. No. Like, um, this is a legitimate question. Like Eventually. I like, mean... Fam- like, the, I, the only reason why, like... I would ever go there is because like family, I get like requests from family members or at least see and see like you know that's how Uncle Ramus is doing and mm-hmm. this is how like this is how my aunt is doing. Hi, right. auntie. Right. <coughs> yeah, I like getting on there and I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it's in the the it's these show. It's for only for these shows and for family advertisements for City Wrestling Radio. Ching ching, ching ching. Anyways, guys, let's let's talk about news. Not all. Okay. Not a whole diverse pile of news today. There's a big news, but then there's not a whole lot of news. Yeah. There's it, just really just one big news. Uh, and is it really that? And it, like the more I think about it, it's not really that surprising. Hideo Atami. Yes. Hideo Atami. Is ding, 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 officially. He's gone. He's gone. Well, he's out of here. I just realized when you started singing that theme song, it's been a while since we sang a theme song on the show. Yeah. We, for a while, we've, we I think we went like a hundred shows where we sang a theme song every show. Every show, like every every time, we just mentioned somebody like, yeah, uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah, like you know, I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, the Ameri- yeah. American males came down and no, that we were that was off the that was off the record. Anyways. But yes, yeah, Hideo Tommy, uh, he requested his release and just like and just with a snap of their fingers, WWE just granted him. It. It's like okay, you're gone. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's someone that would. Even if he was signed by like someone like AEW, he doesn't move the the meter, I guess. As you yeah, I said, needle. Ne- did you say needle? I said needle when it comes to like Dean Ambrose coming to a. I want to say I want him to move the whole goddamn meter. That's what. Honestly, I the like I kind of I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of backtrack what I said last show and like Ooh. say that yeah no ROH <laughs> getting Dean Ambrose would be a ginormous deal. Yeah. Um. Actually, any promotion that Dean Ambrose comes uh will like. Sign a contract for will probably well, he be was a very WWE big deal. champion. Yeah, you know, even if Jinder Jinder Mahal went to. He's ROH, not a Jack Swagger, I might say. Not a Jack Swagger, baby. or Jake Hager. Not a Jack his Hager. Name it would be, but Hideo Tommy. You know, like at first when I first heard about this news, it came, broke. It came as soon as as soon as news broke. I was like, oh shit! Like this is kind of surprising. But then once you really think about it, so no, this isn't really surprising. Was it at reported all. after Two Hundred Five Live last night? Uh huh. Yeah, okay, he so had I'm... his last match against Akira Tozawa, in which Akira Tozawa went over Hideo Tommy, and then post match you saw Arya Davari beating him up, and like this. Oh, he beat up Hideo. Yeah, he beat I, up. I Hideo, he beat up Hideo that. Itami, and so you think you would like think coming out of this, you'd think, oh. Hideo Tommy and Arya Davari and Hideo Tommy's gonna get a face turn, but no, I think they're. I guess it's just him putting over Arya Davari as a heel from this point on, and we'll see where it goes from there. But that's mo- that's gonna and be the Akira, last time. And we- then Akira and Davari become a tag team, and you're like, what the hell's going on? No, but uh, there's. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole mass exodus from WWE right now. There, there were reports, um, unsubstantiated, but nonetheless, it. 
with a, with an, an Instagram post like further strengthened these reports was that Shinsuke Nakamura was legitimately angry with Mike Chioda during that match during SmackDown. I he got a on, lot to say about that. He spat match. on no, he like he spat on Mike Chioda and then he. <laughs> He um he spelled the words A E W in the ring. Arm, no, not in the ring. With his arms backstage, and then he left the arena after the backstage. Well, segment. so that must have happened towards the end of the night because like he had that backstage segment with Rusev towards the end. Yeah, so like, that's why I was really confused about or, when or, this actually happened. Originally, I called bullshit, and then there was there was a tweet that Shinsuke Nakamura tweeted, and it's still there as of this recording. It said WCW. And this goes back to, also, I would like to mention, this past weekend during NXT TakeOver, I randomly just remember seeing this, but there was a tweet by Rusev, and uh, Rusev posted WCW. And, and uh, I wonder what this is in reference to. Because I, I was going to tweet him. I was going to be like, okay, well, Women well, Crush Corey, Wednesday. Well, is, well, Corey, there is a, a wrestling promotion that goes by the name of World Championship Wrestling, started by... Wait, are they still around? No, they're not. Exactly. Um, But... And then I saw an Instagram post by Shinsuke Nakamura, and it had a it had him. I don't know whether or not it's just him showing support and knowing ahead of time, but then it was a picture of him watching television um, during the Kenta match, or during the Teodeo Atami match, and the caption said Kenta. So, well, I guess that means he didn't leave the stadium. Yeah, he must have been there for 205 Live. Yeah, he then. must have been there for 205 But there were also... Like I, I said, ubst- un- unsubstantiated. Unsubstantiated reports. There was also alleged reports last night. Just rumors, scuttlebutt, whatever. Finger, Innuendo. Uh, finger in the hole. Um, just, you know, that apparently Rusev and Shinsuke stormed into Vince's office at one point. Where did they hear this from? I, I saw it online somewhere. And it's like I said, it's so complete rumors. So It's just narratives that we just want to put out there. It's, it's I, I want to believe... I'm Mulder like that. I'm Fox Mulder like that. I, I want to believe something like that, too. But um, we do have to give a shout-out to our fallen ca- comrade today, the guy who's not here today, Jose Oseguera, who uh, wishes to make it, but, you know, he's not. Yeah. Um, he did say something about this. He said, the WCW stuff is going to be the new faction of disgruntled employees faking a new brand, failed attempt to be AEW to punch and discredit a jumpstart on promotion. They're gonna call it WCW. I mean, and they own the trademark. They own the trademark. Not not the trademark. Not John Cena's cousin. But didn't they renew their trademark thing for NWO recently? I mean, maybe it was for like a t-shirt. Merchandise, yeah, merchandise yeah, but that, that's what the speculation was. Um, but I can see this actually coming together, being something like yeah, W or um. WWE putting the storyline together just, you know, so they can try to make it seem a little bit more real, you know. They got to make make it seem somewhat kind of a shoot because, honestly, I really don't believe this Dean Ambrose stuff, man. You think it's a work. I think it's a work. If you really think about it, anybody else that has left WWE, even Kenta right now, has not even been mentioned by WWE as being, you know, granted his release. A lot of these releases happen out of the blue. I'll say this. It's very unprecedented. It's very weird of WWE to just get that get that out of the way and just say, yeah, no, we, are, we, are, we ourselves are confirming the reports that Dean Ambrose is deciding not to renew the contract. And That's also, very, that is very unusual. Also, the segment after his match, when he was still in the ring, they had his music still playing. They won, He was trying to give some sort of maybe retirement speech or maybe quit on air, quote-unquote, kind of like CM Punk did the pipe bomb. Um, but then Nia Jax was sent out there. 
And I think that's, I think it's all a freaking work. Like we are like, in if I just can't believe it at this point, oh, he's going to have a match with triple H at WrestleMania. Listen, like and that's what they're setting up for. I am hearing you out with this as much as I, I, I don't believe it, but then I will hear you out in saying that a lot can happen between now and April. He might, he very well might change his mind. Like this is, this is wrestling. Like shit, like day to day shit can change on a dime. Like it is. That is ha- exactly how that company is run. You know, Vince McMahon, he sees he sees his shadow one day and he decides, oh, put Pam Bam Bigelow in the Hall of Fame. Like he, that's how they operate. That yeah. is literally how shit like day to day goes by. It just doesn't make sense operation. that they're sitting there out of all the people that work for that company, they're sitting there saying, Yeah, Dean Ambrose doesn't like the hokey stuff. Wait, the person who does the I believe ho- that the Honestly, person who does the hokeyest shit on the roster, like I mean that that was the that was the point I made yesterday where I can see Ambrose like he's going along with this script to let pe- to just to you know to yeah, have this no, no no to say the hate do the hate to say I told you so thing where he Good will song. no he'll go yes um he'll go along with what's given to him and then he'll he'll prove his point in thinking it's a failure and no. say like see like what I'm saying is not getting through to these people what you're giving me is shit. I hate this. This is all hokey shit, and I don't like this direction. I'm out of here. I'm turning down this a one like a million dollar contract that apparently that he was getting like over a million. Like it might have been like three million. And See, uh, I don't believe. I don't believe. I just don't. I don't. I mean, I believe maybe he, there was a contract turned down, but I don't think. I think, I think you're I think getting it's all work, I, I think you're getting shoot into a work, and then that's work is getting into a shoot. Remember, you never work a work or else you'll get shoot. Because you'll get worked into a shoot if you work too hard into that shoot. Sometimes if you shoot too hard, you get worked into a shoot and you get shot into a work. Marks. Yeah. Well, um, well, like, you know, this is this is following weeks of, like I said, uh, the mass exodus. You have the revival, quote unquote. Mass. Like, it's like through like five dudes so well, far. Well, the revival, quote unquote, asking for the release. Um, something happening with. Ask, Ma- but it's not happening. Maria and Mike Canales. Maria is staying. She denied the reports, but a lot everyone else said that she asked for her release. Um, so I don't know. I mean, then you also have Bailey and Sasha who posted the stuff about the revival supporting them after. They were supporting him, but then and then you had Sasha Banks like well, publicly supporting them, wearing revival shirts on Twitter or on then, Facebook, and then like or, Sasha Banks like jokingly referring, jokingly responding to each revival, like with the revival to and saying, well, "We're leaving," and like, "Take me with you." Yeah, but like, why though? Because Sasha knows how to play the game, and either she's just trying to like, to, to gain leverage, you know, at this point. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? And a lot, and who. We might uh, we might end up knowing who, who knows like we might end up knowing in the B show. I don't think anybody honestly. knows. Honestly, I don't even think Vince knows. I don't, maybe well, Triple H. Maybe, I think Triple H is probably the one good guy who maybe has somewhat of an idea. But he's like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking whatever my dad wants. You know, I don't know. NXT. Yeah, what, what can mm-hmm. I say? That's my show. Yeah. Anyways. We're not talking. We're not here to talk about NXT. We're here to talk. Let's about. move on. Yeah, like I said, like not a whole lot of news today, but let's move on. To our SmackDown recap, Michael, what did you think of the show last night? Well, I mean, I thought it was an okay. <laughs> okay, it wasn't as good as Raw. Wow! I think there uh, was... Wow! That's the first time I think that's that, that one's been dusted off and brought out into the wild. Yeah, that no, phrase um, by anybody ever. I, I I like to say there was more negatives than there were positives here. Um, I think like stemming off. 
okay, I'll say this like the like with Becky appearing on Raw, it kind of it, it kind of made SmackDown a a bit more of a B show than than it usually was. Yeah. Like it made it a little less special since like Becky's now on Raw. Oh no, SmackDown is probably going to well, suffer a little bit out of this. Well, both their the Rumble winners are are involved with Raw matches. They're going after Raw champions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, I got the I got the ratings report, and like it, I got the ratings report for SmackDown too, and I did not get a, a Royal Rumble ratings bump then. Then what Raw did? I'll just read it out here. Tuesday's WWE SmackDown Live averaged two point one hundred and thirty-seven million viewers for USA Network, according to ShowBuzzDaily.com. The number was down from the two point one hundred forty-two million count from last Tuesday's edition. So they did. So they did worse than last week. What? Oh well, I guess last week was the buildup for Royal Rumble. So that I mean, but then you get the buzz. You get the buzz going ooh. from the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble didn't have really much of a pop. I mean, like it was a good show, but like. What really but, happened but, but, that was exciting and new and but then fresh. like the raw review like I'll say I'll say I'll keep reading here the raw viewership surged coming out of the rumble where E's SmackDown was essentially the same January 30th edition of SmackDown delivered 2.509 million viewers oh, so boy. I I honestly think that hey we saw Becky already with uh, Ronda Rousey what's the point of watching SmackDown if like I bet you people didn't. Because Becky Lynch wasn't exactly advertised for SmackDown. At least I don't think so. No, she was. She was advertised for SmackDown, but she wasn't advertised for Raw. Okay. Because she, they said Becky Lynch tomorrow on Raw. They said Becky Lynch tomorrow night is going to make her decision. They had a graphic up and everything. So what makes so Grant? Okay, so at the end of the day, this was a was a very disappointing number. What do you think their perception of? I think people were just like tired. Tired of, especially like it was a very long week of wrestling. We fucking recorded seven shows this past week. I'm tired of wrestling. I mean, I'm not like tired. We're of canceling wrestling. CWR. This is the final show, guys. Final show. No, I. But like, even like, I had to take a break and like watch something on Netflix, like where it's not wrestling. So it's just you think it was just general burnout. I think people are burnt out. Yeah, especially after like, dude, how many shows were there this weekend? NXT Takeover. Um, Maybe I was a special case because I was legitimately looking forward seven to seven hours of the Rumble, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, and you still have UK NXT two hundred five live. It's like Jesus Christ, man. I, th- I mean, they. I honestly believe that WWE wants they want their audience to live like just breathe wrestling, and because I because I, I think because I think that's what because that's what the people who make that that's what they do. I mean, you have a you have a workaholic guy. You have a seventy year old who sleeps four hours a day, yeah. making sure that they they making sure that what he sees is exactly what they see. <sighs> you don't like what I like, and probably no one ever sees what he sees. Never. Anyways, let's let's go down. I thought the show was good. They had some high high spots, but there were some low spots that were really low, and it was just all it's around. A very. Very, very. I mean, there was some, there was some, there was some cool spots. What can I say? But there was also some parts that I just scratched my head at. That game, it's like the video game, cool spot. There's a game called. um, Do you remember cool? No, cool runnings. The movie. Yeah. Jamaica, Jamaica, bobsled team. John Candy. John Candy. I want candy. Anyways, let's go through the review. Uh, We started the show off with Becky Lynch. She comes down to the ring right off the bat. She says, "Ron and I are very different." 
I don't crumble when I lose. Calls Ronda an arrogant dope. She said she's proud that she came from nothing. She's you know because Ronda Rousey was ripping on her, saying you came from nothing. You were in the made of you were come in the on. Pre-show. Clown college is something. Clown college is something, and you know what? She was at the pre-show last year, WrestleMania, and now she's going to be on the main event. She came from Finn Balor's tr- uh, wrestling school. She lied about her age. Started from the bottom. Now she's here. Uh, Becky states that she's in the main event in WrestleMania, and that's that. Um, she said she saw doubt in Ronnie's eyes last night. And I'm going to break your arm in front of the entire world. That's when prompts Charlotte Flair to come out. Looking, she looked pretty good, too. With also, dark one thing to note is that Becky Lynch is still selling the leg. Oh, yeah. I heard she was selling it all weekend. Even everywhere like, she, everywhere yeah. she was. Um, but so they're going to play the storyline up, I think, where she's injured. And they're going to try to take the spot away from her. So, what, so Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, she comes out. She congratulates Becky Lynch. Uh, but in a very condescending way. Black lipstick, just uh, rocking that look. She looks. Am- hey, don't make me get the hose out on you, all right, Michael? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Charlotte said, she said, you grew into the man because of lessons learned by the queen. Uh, it was me who brought you to the main event. And then she starts, you know, saying, thank you for everything that you've done because it's all because of me. That's when Becky just punches her in a f- the fucking throat. Yeah, like like Shane McMahon. Like I was like Jesus Christ, and Becky just punched in her throat and walks away. And that segment would have ended right there. That would pretty it's, fucking. Cool. It's like the um, what do you call it? The Vulcan clutch, or like in like the Vulcan start- death grip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't been an actual wrestling move. Well, the, they have the claw. I mean, they got the claw, but then like just a grab that just makes people pass out. Like he 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 or she tapped into that part oh of the human God. body where he just taps out instantly. Daniel Bryan needs that. Or Rowan, give it to Rowan. Yeah, he, he already has the Iron Claw uh, choke slam. Anyway, so then uh, Becky walks walks up the ramp. Charlotte goes after her. Uh, they rumble. Um, Becky stands tall. At no, the that end. was Sunday. No, okay, sorry. They brawl and uh, they chamber. They eliminate eliminate chamber. They eliminate each other. They eliminate each other. Uh, Becky stands tall at the end, and that's that. Next up is the strangest fucking match I've seen in a long time, and something I'm calling the Phoenix Screw Job. Um, sounds like Koto Bo- like a move Koto Bushi would do. I mean, I, I can't help. So this is our uh, truth versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This match was granted to our truth because because uh, of what happened to him in the in the Royal Rumble, you know, over the weekend when he was taken out by Nia Jax uh, when he came out. he because he earned that number thirty spot. You know what I mean? He really earned it, and uh, so he came out to the ring. He gets the uh, match against Shinsuke Nakamura because he says at the Rumble one minute I was rapping. The next minute I was napping, which I thought was a kind of cute line. Uh, Shinsuke comes out. He goes right after Truth. Knee strikes the Truth in the corner. Uh, Truth on the shoulder of Shinsuke. And then uh, Truth does like kind of a cradle roll up. And they kick out, but Mike Kyoto counts to three. And they keep fighting, but Kyoto calls for the bell. Yeah, like our Truth was setting, was like ready to do the spin kick on Shinsuke. And Shinsuke blocks it. And then as he blocks it, he just stares at Mike Kyoto. And Mike Kyoto's like, no, look, it's done. Our truth's the winner. Yeah, so what was this? He thought that the sh- uh, Shinsuke's shoulders were down when he counted to three. You think this is a legit mess up? Um, so well, why did they have Rusev come I don't, out after this? I don't think I don't think it's a mess up. I think it's a he, way to get Shinsuke a way to get the title off of Shinsuke and but in but in sort of a way to protect him because oh he was wronged in this bad referee call. But why take the title off of Rusev in the first place? So that just makes I'm, my point I even think, more that this Sunday that the title was taken off Rusev just so Becky Lynch could be in the Rumble. 
That's, you know what? I think that I think that's the reason why because Rusev because if Rusev gets distracted by Lana, who is legitimately hurting storyline wise, then there would that would be the reason why Shinsuke would would just win the match via distraction. It's just it does, you know things don't have to happen for a reason. They just do, Corey. That's no. No, it, everything needs a reason. That's called bad writing at that point. Well, there you go. I think that's that is the reason. Um so <laughs> then like both of these guys look shocked. Our truth even our truth is standing there like what the hell's going on? This is an example of chaos theory. You know what chaos theory is? No, explain to the chaos audience. Chaos theory is the is the theory of just things happening for a reason and making and then seeing those reasons as a theoretical equation, you know, like, like what you said, Becky Lynch wins the Royal Rumble because Lana, yeah, because uh, Lana, yeah. no, because Lana was accusing Shinsuke of cheating, thus and her going up the apron, yeah, and then accusing Shinsuke of cheating, and then her being, you know, uh, trampled by Rusev, and so if you take that into account, and then yeah. and just the reasons why things are happening, you could predict the future by say by thinking. By thinking ahead of time, can we play bets on this in, in Vegas? I don't think we can publish this show then. It's a, it's, it's a it's a very existential practice right That's, there. It's called. They, is that Watch a, the show called Space. They the this character called Brian. He explains it very eloquently. Oh, I thought you were talking about that magic movie where they like steal stuff from Vegas. No, it's this one. It's the With guys. Who, it's the guys who made the Shaun of the Dead movies oh. or Shaun of the Dead movie. It's a good movie. It's Shaun a great movie. show. Watch um, Space. Anyways, uh, so then after this. Um, like I said, everyone looks baffled. Shinsuke Nakamura is yelling at Mike Kyoto. Our truth doesn't know what's going on. Carmella hands him the title. He's your new U.S. champion. Then Rusev comes out and says, "None of this is right." With no music, might I add. Yeah. He comes and says, "None of this is right." Um. Then he goes full heel on our truth. Like so, oh, Rusev's heel again. This is the belt, but this is the part I really just didn't like. like so he's just like, "Oh, like the worst thing about that title is it being on you, our truth." Let's make this likable individual. Who was very oh? Remember Ruth, those Rusev Day chants? Gone a week ago. Gone he like was crazy. just saying like this title needs to be brought to prominence and and glory and all this stuff. And now he's just like, ugh. Just people. No, it's just it's so easy to forget how over those Rusev Day chants were, and now just how like just further extinguished. Like how it's real. You can never. I can never give WWE enough credit in trampling one's uh, momentum. Just so swiftly and suddenly. And then, uh, so then he comes out, he challenged R-Truth to a match. R-Truth, you know. And so this is what, like, everyone's kind of confused. He comes out and he shoves R-Truth down on the ground, like shoves him with force. He kicks him, right? No, he he shoves him down at first. Okay. And it it just seemed kind of weird because R-Truth was, he didn't know what to do at first. So he says, okay, you want a match? Let's go. They call the match. So we have R-Truth versus Rusev for the United States title. And then Truth just kind of rolls up Rusev and fucking wins. This this was dumb. This was dumb. So why are these guys getting buried? Why? Why? It's, well, it's, okay. It reminds me okay. of on Monday with Dean Let's, Ambrose. I think you're using that term buried uh, a little bit loosely because when I when I think of buried, I think of they lose and are never mentioned again. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like they're just they're just plotted as insignificant. But there is something there is something to Shinsuke and Rusev being together and forming this tag. But team. see, I think they figured out that you know the traditional bur- burials of you know they have the same. But well, then they have something. In, they have they have something in common with each other well, through the through the, them losing their titles and just opportunities well, okay. with one another. Yeah, with I lost another. I lost my title to you. You lost your title to someone else. Girl, let's be friends. No, like shit happens, man. Like. You know, we like the like whatever just happened with us. Like we have a common, they have common ground. The traditional burial is no longer a way to bury somebody because now you back in the nineties you can say like, let's say the British Bulldog he would lose and let's say you could take him off TV for six months and then his contract. Let's well, just theoretically, theoretically, now you take somebody off TV like say the Revival. Everyone's gonna be want to see them. They show up to AEW eventually. They're like, "Oh my god, they're back!" Everyone's gonna be tweeting about them. They're gonna be tweeting all the time. They can't keep them out of the public light. So now they have to fucking fuck their characters up and put Rusev with Shinsuke. I think. Are you talking about fucking the characters up for revival? No, no, no. Just I'm just saying in general. Just like Shinsuke. Well, no, and- what you're saying is that they're. They are trying to cool off their the, how the audience perceives them, exactly and making them less over. Which I agree. Like this stuff, like this. This is the like making them having the having lose in this fashion on television. Well, yeah, can totally just make you just let like it. It affects the way you. It affects the way the audience perceives. It's you. just like Scott Dawson and uh, Akam was Akam or Razor at the Royal Rumble. Akam Razor is the injured one. Yeah, Akam and uh, Scott Dawson at the Rumble, where it seemed really weird that they were partnered together. There was no explanation for it. I guess they just wanted them to be in a match but, and like. But everybody that has been rumored to be like, oh, I want my release or something like that, have been somewhat buried. Just. Um, like, I don't see the, I mean, I, oh, look, look, the rival, I think the revival has been treated the same way they have been before they even ask for that release. So I can't more or less say they're being buried because they are, they're asking for their release. It's just, it's just, they've just been treated the same way they've always been. Yeah. So it's not, that's not exactly irrelevant. Well, 70% of the city wrestling radio universe agree with me and call this the Phoenix screw job. So that's Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm sorry, but don't go back to New Japan if you go anywhere. Your body can't handle it. I don't think. I mean, wait. I don't know. Three hundred. I mean, okay. WWE. They have. Yeah, I know. Let's make a noise. Uh, I mean, WWE. They have three hundred events that three hundred dates in compared to New Japan's two hundred dates. You know, that's, that's true. You're right. I mean, Shinsuke could. <laughs> I'm sure they'll welcome him back with open arms. That's very true. Coming next up, we have uh, Becky Lynch. She's leaving the arena, and uh, she, she refused medical attention because of her leg. You know, she's injured. My and, leg. Oh, I'm fine. I can drive. I, I'm fine. I can get out of here alone. Next up, our truth. Literally, the same exact thing that Becky Lynch did, he's doing himself. He's refusing ice. He doesn't want ice. He's fine. He's tough. He can battle through it. What is, like, I feel like they make their faces seem very, like... Uh, dumb? Yeah. Like, very, like, I don't want help. I'm too tough. But in reality, that's just, like, dumb. Anyways, I'm just using too much reality. What can I say? Uh, next up, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus the Joe of Samoa. Um, they didn't have a match. They were supposed to. But Rey Mysterio comes out, and then out comes Lena Vega. Uh, she's mad because Rey Mysterio got her banned from ringside last week. And, you know, it's because apparently Rey can't stop staring at Zelina. According to Zelina Vega, you know. She says, so you can't stop staring at me? What, what is that? Look at me at, with, uh, with lustful eyes. 
<laughs> I'm Selena Vega. You're With looking your at hot dogging and grandstanding Hulk Hogan. And then Andrade attacks from behind. Gives him the three amigos. Gives him two amigos. Is it two amigos? And one then uh, Ray kind of kicked out of the third or got out of the third one. And then eventually hit the How handle. does he get out of a third one? He already experienced two. You'd I mean, think th- those two would take him that out. That happened to Ronda on, um, over the weekend with Sasha. So Rey Mysterio and Ronda Rousey, they're both as strong, just as strong as, as one another. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. They're they both have equal. that Eddie Guerrero strength. The Eddie strength. Anyways, uh, they're both... Uh, what, what was I talking about? Uh, yeah, so Andrade attacks. Hammerlock DDT to Rey. And it seems like Andrade's growing his hair out. Um, seems longer every week. What can I say? He looks better with shorter hair. Hair versus mask match at Mania, probably. Like once he, once you get rid of that hair band, he looks, he looks like a. Dork. I want him to go back to his party gimmick back in NXT with the suspenders. No, when he was, you remember that though? Yeah, I do. When he was like, "Hey, I'm trying not. I'm the to. party guy. Dude, I have that a, was bad. I have a fedora. That was really bad. That was so. He was like male. And he had real, and he had like these uh tassels on his nipples no he had his pants they, there was a lot of room in the ankle department yeah they're like bell bottoms kind of yeah oh man they were they were bad it was that is a bad. that is an area that is a i bet you that's a moment in andrade's career that he would like to forget pre-vega next I, he owes his career to Zelina vega well okay Corey. yeah next up rusev he's backstage and uh he's very conflicted the good brothers come up and Hey, yeah. you shouldn't have done that. That's that's not you made them look bad. It's not that's not good. Yeah, the guys who were in the Bullet Club. It said OGBC. Yeah, they're still wearing the ba- the the Balor Club shirts. Oh, Balor Club. Yeah, Balor Club. Um, OG Balor Club. Yeah, it's just dumb because these guys are the guys who started the Bullet Club, and they're just sitting there like. But then, hey, you attack somebody, girl. That's not right. We're good guys. Then they watch Shinsuke Nakamura because you know they're like. Um. Yeah, we we beat up on uh, our truth together. Yeah, let's be a tag team. Former Carl Anderson, former A Block G One winner. Now he's uh, in catering, or at least that's what Rusev says to them. Well, you're too busy in catering while we out there having matches and stuff. Yeah, I'm I mean, paraphrasing. But. I mean, if Luke Gallows, I mean, I can see Luke Gallows back there in catering. He's a big boy. Uh, yeah, so then they're, they're going to be a tag team now, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. So. Just, just stack them up. Just stack up all those tag teams in SmackDown. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, next up, we have the best tag team in the world. Speaking of tag teams, the best tag team in the world, uh, the celebration of the new tag team champion, Shane McMahon and The Miz. I thought something was going to happen where the... Without Shane, a hitch. Shane turning on Miz, but no. Without a hitch. Not at all. Uh, he says, I have something for you. They played a video package of them. Uh, their their journey to the tag team championships, and then Shane welcomes George George Mazanin, the the guy who owned a sandwich shop in Cleveland at one point. And the and the, the no chin bandit, he comes out. You know, I feel like he's wearing like Miz's shirt because a little snug on him yeah. from from Rumble. Yeah, like he had the the buttons put back on it. Um, he comes out and Shane's gift to to the Miz. Miz's dad says, "I love you, son. I'm <gasps> proud of you." And they all hug and <laughs> yay. Without a hit, like this was just a positive segment. You normally never see this in a wrestling show. Like it was just a wholesome, fun thing. And I just find it really interesting that like, what oh, happened? Miz. No, Miz main eventing WrestleMania beating John Cena. Uh, nope, could not give a fuck. But him winning a tag titles match in Royal Rumble with Shane McMahon. I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud Love of you, boy. You, I'm, you're, I, you have, I have validated He's like, I'm proud life. of you. They're paying me to be an on-screen character. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm really proud of you. I'm getting a paycheck from WWE. 
Um, yeah, so it is. They have when, to get. They you think they get paid for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. because like just appearances. Like, hey, ringside's one thing. I think if you're walking down, to like the you're rank, just a fan, they're pointing a camera involved at you, the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think by law they have to pay him. I have no idea at that point. Uh, next ask, up, let's ask Melster. Uh, uh, next up, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Apparently, you could just declare yourself for this elimination chamber. That was dumb. Like, the, the, like, like, like <laughs> fucking Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. The, they, they are idiots. They should have just gotten a camera, be backstage, and say, "Hey, we're going to the." Elimination Alexa's not chamber. very good with video equipment, you know. Um, what are you talking about? She has a moment of Bliss stuff. She doesn't film it. Yeah, she does. No. In the backstage, she's like, "Oh, you think she's doing pre-production? She's sitting there like, guys, like she's let, doing script treatment. Let's she's, set up shots. She's doing, um, she's doing storyboards of herself, even though it's just a medium shot of where, her. Where's the, yeah, just medium well, close-up, medium shot. Thank you. No over-the-shoulder shot. No, it's all her. by herself. She has to set up the camera. She sets the tripod. She does the lighting. You know what? One over-the-shoulder shot with Otis Dozovich when he walks in. Thank you. That'll be good. That's a really good Alexa Bliss impersonation. I feel like you learned a lot from that one time. I know, thank her. you. Um, and I actually and and I actually do think <laughs> I actually am saying thank you. I actually no, thank you a lot. Uh, yeah, no, uh, this is really dumb. Uh, they okay. declare that they're yeah, this is really dumb. But anyways, then after this, they're trying, like, we don't have enough time for this, this whole, match. This whole thing is fucking dumb because then they're trying to find a reason, like reasoning why she's going after Naomi. Like literally, this oh, could also been- Sonya Deville. Her hair was down. Yeah, I didn't like it. I like it when her hair. Oh, I like it when her hair's down. No, I don't. Looks, I like it when its hair is. I feel like she was told to put it down. That's just my feeling. I get. I have no. Stop idea. putting her down. I'm not putting her down. I'm saying I feel like she was told to leave her hair down. And because uh, because you know yeah never mind. Anyways, yeah. Um, but she wasn't there to square up. Okay. Yeah. Well, so her hair said, was not. Up. She even said, "Put your. Ha- I'm here to put my hair up and square up. Your hair's down." She low. rhymed up. Do you realize she rhymes up with up? Well, you know, no, what? she rhymes hair with square though, so that that kind of evens things out. If you dare to to challenge this pair, but no, then uh, so they cut to a um, uh, footage of 2015 Tough Enough when Team Bad, Sasha Banks, Naomi, and oh Tamina Snuka, we're um, performing drills with these uh, with these rookies, and Mandy Rose is one of them, and Tamina Snuka hits a. Um, she hits a splash on Mandy Rose, and that's when Naomi says like, "Hit her harder." So apparently that's why she hates her is because she said hit her harder. And she was apparently laughing afterwards. And Sonya Deville says, you know, the cameras weren't rolling the entire time. And after the cameras were off, she said some really horrible things. I'm not going to repeat them, but she said some really horrible things. This is just weird. And they, like, it could have been any one of any one of those people that made it to the, if they made it to the roster, they could have been put into this storyline. You know what I mean? As much as I want to complain about that whole Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville thing, what what do you want? A Sonya Deville Mandy <laughs> Rose match? What do you want? Congratulations, you got what you wanted. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have the Usos versus the Bar versus the New Day versus Heavy Machinery because they're involved in the SmackDown tag team title title scene now. Apparently, um, for the number one contendership for the tag team championships, this is an elimination. Uh, that match. was a mouthful. Yes, it was. Um, but you know, I like mouthfuls. Um, this is an elimination match. You know, the winner goes on to face uh, the best tag team in the world at Elimination Chamber. Um, let's see. Uh, Otis and Jimmy start the match. Uh, Xavier Wood yells something about Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, he, wants to play King- no, he wants to win this match and play Kingdom Hearts 3. I want Kingdom Hearts 3. Which came, out, which came out Monday. I saw a lot of copies today when I was at Best Buy. Um, so it's not doing well? I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, I, heard, I heard it was sold out some places. I have no idea. 
Uh, but then I just think this whole match was funny because Corey Graves the entire time is still talking about Mandy Rose. Oh, because in that last segment, Mandy Rose, apparently her boyfriend dumped her because she was crying so much. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that explains everything. So the entire match in this tag team match, Corey Graves is just going on like, I need to contact Mandy Rose. Make sure she's okay. Who is this boyfriend that broke up with her because she was crying? I need to console her. And they was like, dude, Byron's like, dude, shut up. I'm over it. Uh, we did get a one-on-one um, face-off, though, with Big E and Otis Dozovich was pretty good. I liked it. Heavy Machinery is trying to get over with all their um, with all their little moves, but they are not really getting over as much as I thought they would be at this point. Um, what do you think, Michael? Um, I mean, I guess, I mean, them, I'd rather have them on SmackDown than Raw, honestly. I no, think, they're just not getting I think, over I think Smack, I thought I would. But then I think SmackDown, they're... They're willing to be a lot more patient with a team like Heavy Machinery on SmackDown than like with Raw. Yeah. If you're not over instantly, then what the fuck are we doing? But SmackDown, I I kind of trust them more of doing right by the tag division, even though you got fucking you're even though your fucking champions is Shane McMahon and the Miz. But uh, that's whatever. Um, Dumb. I mean, I on it like I feel like it it adds a great it adds a bit of good variety with um. The fact that we've been getting like New Day Usos and the bar variations week week after New week. New Day Usos bar. And then did you? Oh yeah, no, I remember. Um, did you see that tweet by uh, Killian Dane and or Alexander Wolf, where it says "Where sanity," and then like so, and then one of them respond. One of the members just responded, "I know this is bullshit," or like BS, or like because they you can't Ooh. swear on Twitter apparently. Yes, um, we can. No, CM Punk. Remember, you ever hear about that thing about CM Punk where they made CM Punk delete the tweet about him? Like, come oh, watch, oh, shit my if pants. you if you work for WWE, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, that's hey, who knows what's maybe sanity? Well, that might be another news item as early as the B show. <laughs> you know, so much stuff is happening. The mass exodus. Uh, let's see. But then Nikki Cross, what's she gonna do? She's like, I'm saying my booby. Her bubby Killian Dane. Mm. Um, let's see. Compactor to Kofi Kingston. Uh, New Day eliminated by Tucker Knight. Uh, Jay dropped onto the barricade by the bar. Corey Graves, like I said, keeps talking about Manny Rose the entire match. Caterpillar to Cesaro. Kick out. Uso splash Tucker. Kick out. Bro kick to Tucker Knight. Uh, they're eliminated. Uso splash to Sheamus. And uh, the Usos are going to face the best tag team in the world at Elimination Chamber. This seems like a really weird put together match at this point. The Usos versus Shane and Miz. Like, how are they going to... Someone's going to screw someone over, right? Who cares? Okay, no, we, we have to care. Um, That's the I enthusiasm. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? No, we have to care. I don't know. I don't know. Next up, Daniel Bryan. He says... This is the main event, actually. Main event segment? Yeah, yeah. He, he comes out, he goes, Who won at the Royal Rumble? The crowd chants Becky Lynch. He says, Nay, nay. Becky Lynch didn't win at Mania, or Rumble. Becky Every- Lynch did not win at Mania. He goes, everybody, everybody, you won because I am still your WWE champion. And that's when uh, out comes Rowan. Or first he goes, uh, the reason why Rowan's with me is because he reads all these fancy writers that I don't didn't write down their names. Oh, also, one thing to note is Daniel Bryan. He's your main number one top heel in SmackDown. You know what, shirt, you know what it's, his shirt said? What? No violence, no homophobia, no sexism, no racism, freedom, peace, love. Your number one heel in SmackDown. Promotes equality. Yes. Yeah. 
and sustainable and hemp. But you know what? I don't like that toxic masculinity commercial. That Gillette commercial is that it, telling us the best a man can get. I'm annoyed by that. It, it strikes a nerve with me, if you know what I mean. Because I'm not toxic or masculine in any which way. I mean, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this on a, an internet talk show that uh, that that that's uh, that's it aligns with my views. Yeah, and, yeah, no. That did that he talk, really? Well, that talk show that he appears—that's a—that's a bit of an—that's kind of an alt-right talk show. Like they, he was like there via Skype. Yeah, he just tells. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, him, him, very problematic. I will give AJ this. I feel like AJ's that guy who like. He knows. I think he knows. Is that, that but he's like, probably like the like the nicer of the like like yeah he's all right I know like yeah. I mean like, he does shows with Xavier Woods he has his black friend Xavier Woods he's like hey hey Xavier's coming over everyone every everyone Xavier you want to see my game room you want to look my- at my friend here Xavier huh huh let's take a picture yeah anyways uh, oh man uh, Alan Jones if you're listening to this we we know man we know uh, Rowan. Uh, He's Rowan apparently is Brian's intellectual peer. Brian then says he's a hypocrite though because he carries around a championship that's made of leather. And because this apparently he's been getting flack for this for the longest time, even when he was he's a, a hypocrite. Face. Yeah, he's been called by Animal Rights Group when he was a vegan and everything. By Animal Rights Group, it says how can you be a vegan and still carry around a leather belt? It's not. I mean, it, it, yeah, he won that belt, but it's not like he himself created it. No. So I get that. I, I get that. But at the so? same time, well, hold on. Yeah. At the same, you just want to say there's a new title belt. Uh, at the same time, though, That's the whole point of this, <laughs> this segment, though, he went to Ross and bought a new title belt. What can I say? No, I think you're. I think you're throwing that title under the bus. Just keep going. Uh, so out comes Eric Rowan with, or sorry, out comes Rowan with his fucking recycled fucking logo. Um, he has a bag. Daniel Bryan says. This title belt, this old one is an old. A cow died for this. A cow, Daisy. cow named Daisy. And that's when the crowd starts chanting uh, for Daisy. He said, the cow was brutally murdered. The crowd says, thank you, Daisy. Thank you. Which I was fucking This great. crowd was like, this crowd was, was pretty just funny. really just into everything Daniel Bryan was doing. They just wanted to have fun. That's all. Daniel Bryan is fun. Like even Monday night. He's the um, personification. He of fun. throws away the title belt, the championship belt. And uh, that's when they say goodbye, Daisy. And he pulls out of a burlap sack. Goodbye, Daisy. <laughs> the new. Uh, it's been nice. yeah. uh, the new WWE championship made out of a hundred percent organic hemp, uh, made of uh, title uh, plates made of wood, and I believe there's some turquoise in there. Was there some turquoise in there, Michael? I believe no. Some, some turquoise stones. Uh, maybe, maybe the, like there were like crystals, right? Yeah, no. The, under you, the W, you, yeah. Yeah, you've okay. Well, listener, you've listened, you've seen this belt. I th- personally think it looks incredible. I don't like it. I really it like. Has I really like the look of that that belt. It's just it. It looks like it just looks like something like. It looks like it, it, a lot of hard work was put into it, and it looks to me, it looks exactly like the WWE title belt, it but looks, the different. It looks like something that somebody was like. Hey, I made these. I have them on my Etsy store. They're really Seriously, good. I make them by hand. I think like a lot like it looks like hard work was put into it, and I appreciate the craftsmanship no. behind okay. it. I I'll agree with you on that. I really like the look but of this. But they remind like, me it's of just those... something I I would legitimately like hang it up on my wall right next to like my plants. It's probably a lot lighter to hang on your wall too. I will say that. Yeah. You you'll probably just put like You a think thumbtack. it's you honestly, do you think it's it's do you think it's cheaper like fuck if, yeah like you think if they sold this at like a like a, a discounted price like i would pay an upwards off, of a hundred dollars first off it's not organic hemp they didn't use organic hemp i don't think 
I'm assuming they just. I don't think, honestly, I feel like. Whatever cheap material that looked like organic, the cheapest thing they can get. I honestly think, like, this is, since this is Daniel Bryan's belt, I bet you he was making the call, like, make this as authentic as possible. Maybe he put his money on it. If we're going all the way with this, we might as well go all the way with this. He's going to keep it. I mean, he probably put his own money into it. He should. It looks great. Yeah. I really like it. I really like the look of the belt. I I heard certain like not just you but other people hating the look of it. I disagree. Like I think the crystals are a very nice touch. Just the something. mold, the mold of the WWE logo and like just the general like design of it, it looks super like the with the wood paneling and stuff like that. I thought it looks great. I think it looks great. And it looks great on him too. I hope he doesn't try to hit anybody with the belt like he did like people used to with old belts cuz it wouldn't like No, no, that would be like that would oh, actually be harder. Oh, it would be great. What it be? It's wood. It's it's like a baseball bat. What, why why are you okay? Don't be so dramatic, Corey. Like, oh my god! No, I it's like a, it's like ramming a baseball bat into someone's face. Yeah, the other time was like ramming metal in your face. Gold that was solid gold, twenty four karat gold and diamonds. Um, you know what I think Daniel Bryan should do? What should he do? Did you get a man bun and wear um, uh, orange aviators just to make himself look like a freaking cultist? Oh god, a natural cultist. I, oh, I've been he watching. would look great on Orange Aviators, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I will give you the P- my PSD file of a- uh, man bunned uh, Daniel Bryan with aviators. Oh, Make you've, been, that the... you've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Yeah, no. I've been playing a lot of Far Cry 5. Uh, so Brian, he says he's a hypocrite, like new title. Um, let's see, where am I at? Organic Hemp. The crowd starts chanting, burn it down at that point. Uh, out comes AJ Styles. AJ says, hey. Brian, did you smoke the prototype for that belt? Because, you know, hemp, weed, hippies. Haha, get it? Toxic masculinity, my ass. Uh, then he, then out comes Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy, Mustafa Ali, and Samoa Joe. And we all know where this is going because it's elimination chamber season. Um, but for some reason, when Mustafa Ali comes out, Randy Orton has to belittle him and say, Hey, weren't you thrown out of the rumble by a girl? Ha-ha. That's such a dumb line. Because you know we're men, like and they're women. And Ha-ha, get it? And and this is Mustafa Ali who, coming off like yeah, he got eliminated by Nia Jax, but he also had a more above like not even above he average. He had a break, Daniel Bryan. He had a breakout performance in the Royal Rumble. He was made to look good, even none, even though he like Nia Jax eliminated him. Like not only did you bury that performance, but then you also buried like Nia Jax, like. Like you put, like you put Nia Jax under the bus from that, and then Mustafa Ali did not get anything in. Like he was, he was, he could barely speak. No, like no. because as soon as he was able to speak, Samoa Joe comes in and he fucking went in like a fucking bulldozer, just running through everybody. Like he, I forgot what he said about um Randy Orton, but he said, "Oh, I like what he said to Jeff Hardy because Jeff Hardy tried to say something. He's like, Jeff, why don't you pretend like this is an AA meeting and." Be quiet and let me share. Yeah, I was like, whoa. No, like even if Randy Orton would, like covered his face, like, oh my god, because Randy Orton broke character so bad at that moment. Also, the pacing of it, he you could tell he was going really fast because it was like there was like two minutes left into the show. I will this say happening. this: it does seem like with the thing that happened with Mustafa Ali when he gets um his lines just cut off. It seems like this is turning more and more into Vince being pissed, and he's just going to run the show how he wants to fucking run the show. It's his fucking show. I I get it. It's his show. What can I say? Um, they come out. They all they uh they all brawl and trips. Daniel Bryan says, "I'm not facing any one of you at at any any one." And Triple H comes on the screen. Hey, Daniel, you're not going to face one of them. 
You're going to face all oh, the I filmed this last night because I flew home to go work out in my home gym with my wife. And tried to convince Dean to stay, but he's not staying. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not working, you guys. <laughs> we make him sound more childish the more we do these. <laughs> uh, so that that was, gets as sassy or fierce. <laughs> that was uh, SmackDown Live. Yeah, that's that was Triple H. Good show, good show. Uh, elimination real... Chamber. That is a stacked. That's that's about as stacked as you can be in an Elimination Chamber. Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy. Well, I just want to let everyone know <coughs> we're declaring ourselves for the Women's Championship uh, Elimination Chamber match. Me and Corey Smith. Yeah, so we got this right. We don't, we don't have. We just <laughs> declare ourselves. It has that graphic. The graphic just pops up somewhere in the world on like WWE Network. It's just yeah. like see our faces. Like hey, uh, before we get out of here, the guys though, we do want to run over some two hundred five live results. Kalisto versus Mike Callis started off the show. I do want to say, um, I uh, Mike Canellis. Mike Canellis. Yeah, um, this whole thing. They just seem. They seem weird. Their characters seem weird. Maria is fucking great on the mic. She's doing commentary. Yeah, she's always been really good. On she's the mic. doing commentary, and she, she's been doing this for fifteen she, years. Her voice, oh my god, that girl needs to get into radio because she, she is needs to be in city so, wrestling radio, man. She'd she be great. is so fucking good. Like she's just sitting here, like her voice is just perfect. It's soothing. Like I can listen to her talk. There's all a lot night. of bass to it. Yeah, she just talks all day, and I could. Oh, it's great. Um, but uh, this was uh, this was a back and forth match. There was a cool spot when. Um, Mike Knells hit, hits a backpack stunner to Kalisto, but it doesn't matter because he rolls up. Um, he rolls up uh, Kali- or Canellis at the end, and Kalisto gets the pin. So, um, <sighs> like I said, I think I think at one point they asked for their release, and now they're trying to backtrack. And this is what happens. Next up, uh, Gulak and Gallagher. They're backstage. They're trying to um, recruit Umberto Carrillo to their little squad because they're trying to make 205 Live a better place. And who better to recruit than the high flyer himself, Umberto Carrillo? Uh, after that, we had a Deo Tommy video package. He says he's going to be uh, a destructive force here on. Uh, well, Davari says he says he's going to be a destructive force here on Two Hundred Five Live. Oh wait, never mind. You're gone. Bye. Then Akira Tosawa versus Hideo Tommy. Okay, match. I didn't finish it. I'll be honest. Uh, but as you said, um, Akira Tosawa does win. And after the match, Davari beats down on Hideo Tommy. So, that's that. I I hope I I can't wait to see where this feud goes, Michael. Yeah, no, Hideo Tommy will get his revenge on Arya Davari, and that will be the he'll, leading he'll, program. It's going to bleed into WrestleMania. It's going to eventually be the title. Hideo Tommy wins it off Buddy Murphy, and then Arya Davari is going to go after it, and then Hideo Tommy is going to win against Arya Davari in the pre-show, and then Hideo Tommy is going to celebrate with his family with all scenarios. after because remember if you watch that special with the Andre the Giant Battle Royale in um. WrestleMania 31 back in uh, Santa Clara where like Hideo Tommy was eliminated by Big Show and then though, as soon as he got eliminated he cried in the in the in the, the, the ramp because he was he was so grateful for the opportunity and so because he, he was like Corey's in the crowd and then he's gonna need he's gonna be a great podcaster but, one day yeah and then he's going to like get words of encouragement from Hulk Hogan because he was the one who you oversaw what, his. Uh, signing, and then he Kenta is gonna. I mean, Hideo Tommy is going to win. He's gonna kick your ass or get released. And I used to get, go I, back to pro wrestling now in ninety. He was a big deal. His signing was a big deal, and then like, which was weird because he like 
I don't know. I feel and like Hideo I, Tommy, and then like, oh wait a minute, we got Hideo Tommy, and then like, oh wait, we got Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh wait, we got Kevin Owens. Oh wait, we got. C- oh wait, oh wait. Oh, I mean, wait. more in the case for Shinsuke Nakamura, really. Like, I think like just getting Hideo Tommy was just sort of a prototype to getting Shinsuke Nakamura because that's how they think. Just be, let's 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 be real here. Yeah. Before we get out of here, guys, and I swear to God, don't ruin this. Before we get out of here, guys, there are some birthday wishes we have to give out today and tomorrow because you know, no show tomorrow. Today we have two birthdays we celebrate. Turning 36 years old, born in 1983, we have the GM of 205 Live, Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick here. Happy, happy birthday, Drake Maverick. Or Akira Tazawa, you won, but where's day? Where did he go? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. And turning 32 years old today, born in 1987, we have the man herself. Becky freaking Lynch. Yeah, I am two weeks older than Becky Lynch. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. like it's like if she went to school here, you all would have been in the same grade. We would have been in the same grade. And you yeah. know who else would have been in the same grade? I'll talk about more on Friday. But Ronda Rousey. Yeah, no, like Corey, you got you got a test right here, and then I'm gonna be here. I will take that dodgeball yeah. from you. And yeah, I couldn't think of anything funny to say when doing kill you in the middle with my of this bare thing. hands. Uh, tomorrow we have a couple birthdays too. The only thing stopping from me from killing you is the is this delicious birthday cake that is I have right here, oh. and I'm going to give it to you right here and right now. And it's my decision not to kill you. I'm not going to kill you, but you know I can. I will own the ground you walk on. I will fuck your life up, you little shit. You fucking liberal Californian. I'm just saying, man. There's a lot more to. There's a lot more than what meets the eye with the media in regards to the Sandy Hook. <laughs> anyway, it's an interesting tomorrow, video. You should look at it. Tomorrow, look into it, man. Tomorrow we have two. Well, one birthday and one person we're going to remember. Tomorrow is one. Uh, see, I'm starting to see the connection with Becky Lynch now and why she won the Rumble. Turning 61 years old tomorrow, born in 1958. One Fit Finley, David Finley. It all just comes together. All their birthdays one day apart, and. He would have been 53 years old tomorrow, but he passed away in 2010, born in 1966. We celebrate the birthday. And remember, Jorge, Giant Gonzalez. Remember Giant Gonzalez? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he would have been uh, 53 years old today. Uh, Matt Classic with The Undertaker in that WrestleMania match. Which mania was? Maybe that'll be my wrestling show until one of these. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> You're like, no, never mind. ECW is fine. I'll watch more, more ECW. It's It's totally fine. All right, let's get out of here. I think you need to go to school, right? Don't tell them that. Don't, don't. What? You're exposing the business. You know what? I got to go to school eventually. Kids. I'm a 32-year-old kid. Anyway. Anyways. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we'll see you on Friday. We'll see you on Friday with the B Show. It's gonna be our weekend edition. We are packed full of news. Running the gambit, me. I'm. I'm any any I'm, updates? This is, might be the first time I'm on every show every. this week. Mm, I mean, I'm sure sometime a year ago when we were just like pumping them out. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll have all your updates on anybody leaving WWE. If there's any more, anybody else asking for their release. Uh, maybe I'll ask for my release from WWE. I don't know. Just as a fan. like, hey, Turning down lots of money, Corey. What are you doing? Can I watch other shows for 90 days if I ask for my release as a fan? No. I guess I'm kidding. Anyways, let's get out of here. City Wrestling Radio, KCSF, me, Corey Smith, Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. And I'm Corey Smith. No, wait, no. Oh. All right, whatever. You guys, you're Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. We'll see you tomorrow or Friday with the B Show. Bye.